Hi, and welcome to That International Life, stories from around the world, but mostly from Poland. Uh, today on the podcast, we have a special guest, actually from um, Flagstaff, my hometown, um, and somebody who um, is very uh, dear to my heart because I've known her a while, and she's super cool. So I'm excited to introduce Lihia Witt. Lihia? Hello. Hey. Hello. All right. Well, uh, Lihia, you have a very a pretty unique story um, about how you moved to uh, Flagstaff, Arizona. And so I was excited for you to be able to share that. So I guess um, you can start back from the beginning. Um, how did you move what were the circumstances, and how did you move? End up moving to Flagstaff. All right. Uh, so I had a rough childhood. So I was taken away from my family, and they placed me in an orphanage in Tacapa, Guatemala. And from there, uh, they matched me with the family that I am in right now, and it took about two years for all the papers and finalizations to go through. And in 2007, I came here to uh, to Arizona, Flagstaff. And it was really strange coming at first. There was a lot of, I think, chaos because my family didn't know how to speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to speak English and all of that. We didn't know how to communicate. But it was a rough start at the beginning for us. Uh, but along the way, we got to learn each other about each other. And they started placing me in school. Um, how old were you? I was... When I got here to... Flagstaff, I was nine years old. And how so, old? Oh, wow. Yeah, nine. And I'm how nine old are you old. now? I'm 18. Oh. So nine years of my life. Oh, man. So yeah. half of your time now, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so um, I guess... I I have so many questions because um, I remember I've known your family for a long time and I knew um, I saw the whole process um, about when uh, they were working on the paperwork and planning to go to Guatemala to get you and all the all the plans and and praying on this end uh, that you you know that everything would go through. But um, I'm always curious uh, what it what it was like for you on the other end. because you said you were taken from your your family and put in this home, and um, were you excited to go to the states, or how did you feel at that point? Um, actually, I was really terrified. Um, I mean, when I was super young, I my parents put me as a working child and loaned me to a family. And that family would constantly beat me up and all of that just for doing something wrong or other. Oh. It was hard. And then one day the police came and found me. And then they placed me to the orphanage. Mm-hmm. And then from there it was still chaos because I had to learn a new language, which was Spanish. So you didn't, you, didn't, while, you didn't speak uh, Spanish at that time? So when you went to the orphanage? They I did not. Oh, wow. I did not speak Spanish at that time. 
Okay. So I spoke Frankie Shay, which is a Guatemalan dialect. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember that at all. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> wow. it's pretty hard to do, to learn a, a second language and try to communicate with everybody. But um, I learned it and I was able to speak with kids and uh, leaders there. But um, it was so hard. There was hardships. In the orphanages, people were not nice. Um, mm. There was bad things going on as well. So, mm. um, yeah, in the orphanage, it was hard. it was pretty rough as well. Then, yes, it was. Me being the new kid who didn't know anything at that time, didn't know uh, how to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't very pleasant for me. So. Oh yeah, for sure. And I can't even I can't even yeah. imagine even from my limited experience of moving somewhere and trying to speak another language. But at being what at the time you were probably seven years old when you went to the orphanage, uh-huh. and so you're um, yeah. you already had this like you know kind of like you said chaotic period um, at home, yeah. and it wasn't pleasant and then you were taken suddenly to an orphanage a whole new place a whole new language um yeah i can't even imagine um so yeah. but you when did when exactly at the orphanage did they tell you like at what point did they say you know you're going to be you know going to the state actually they never told me uh oh no they never told me so when i them, I was like, oh, it's just another person or people just to come get another child. That was my thought. But then when all of a sudden I got the news of uh, the head person, the head director, she comes down uh, from her office and she's like, okay, let's get ready. Oh. It's time for you to meet a family. I was like, wait, what? Wow. Hold on a second. So... I didn't know that for a while, so... That's um, crazy. Yeah, they just, like, okay, get ready. We're time. It's time to meet this person. And, I mean, I knew there was something strange going on from, like, the moment I, I woke up. Mm-hmm. Everybody was quiet. They were all, like, dressed up as uh, their best. There was food being cooked, like, good food and... Uh-huh. All of that, and there was like meals being all prepared as well. So I was like, okay, this is very strange. Um, but yeah, it was really confusing for me to find out all the time. It's like, oh hey, here's people to come to adopt you, and yeah, wow. I was scared of my dad for a while. So yeah, yeah. I bet. Well, yeah, and just- and even like you said in that moment, it sounds interesting because you said that. Um, you you knew there was something going on because they were they were cooking food and was that something that they only did when people were coming so they would show kind of like hey we have we 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 serve good food or uh, I don't know was that just because they had guests or you didn't eat the same thing when people were visiting did you <laughs> um no no I mean we usually ate pretty good food but this was like their best that they could do at uh-huh. the moment. 
Yes, there was guests coming over. There was uh, better food, I guess. Yeah. And more effort into it. So, mm. yeah. And then uh, I just, I, I don't even know. Like, it's so interesting to me and so crazy, the fact that you didn't know. And so when they tell you, oh, you're leaving, I mean, I can't even imagine. Can you even describe all the emotions that you felt at that point? Or even kind of let us know kind of how you felt. Yeah. Um, I think I mostly had anger. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that I just got to a new place. And then all of a sudden, uh, they're like, okay, here you are. Here's some people who want to meet you and want to take you away. And at some point, I was like, okay. Um, I don't want to leave yet. I just got to this place. haven't even spent a lot of time with most of the kids. So, I mean, it was very hard. I, and I was very upset, too. Um, well, and even just... I don't think I cried, so... Well, and even just the amount of, um, like you said, you didn't know the language, so you were probably thinking, well, I just learned Spanish, <laughs> and they don't speak Spanish after you meet them. That was probably pretty... Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, the first visit that I met my mom, two of my sisters, um, that was the first time they said, okay, here you go. There's some people who want to have you as their family member. And I was like, okay, this is weird and strange, and I'm very angry and upset. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, once I met them, I was like, okay, maybe I'll be okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But after they left, I was like, nope, I'm still scared. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to go back. I don't want to uh, live in a different situation. Maybe yeah. will be worse than what I knew or something like that. Yeah, so it's it's more think, uh, more unknown. Yeah, yeah. I think there was panic and so much anger and hatred in my heart that I really didn't know how to handle the situation. But I think I did handle it pretty well. I did my effort to like, okay, hello, and smile for them as much as possible, even though I wanted to frown a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and run the other direction, I bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, so you said, so that you meet them, right? And mm-hmm. you probably, it sounds like there was food involved, so you have dinner. And then did the, how, how long did they stay before you packed your bags and flew to the Uni- United States? Um, actually, so how many visits did they do? There was only two visits, and then on, no, I think it was only one, I think. Yeah, I think it was one. So they just flew there, and they saw me, met me. They didn't stay at the orphanage. They booked a hotel. Uh, The orphanage booked a hotel for them, so that was nice. Um, uh, I think it was. It was a few more months before they finally came and got me to, like, officially. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't a very direct visit and then take me away. Oh, okay. I, w- I was under the impression that they flew okay. down and, and met you, and then the oh, next day yeah, you packed sorry. your bags. No, no, that's okay. But still, um, I can imagine that, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the first visit was 
And my dad wasn't there either. On the first visit, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was two visits before because I met him on the second visit that they came and they only stayed for a day and then left. Oh, wow. So, That's fast. I did, yeah. 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 I didn't want my dad touching me or anybody, but they still picked me up and helped me. Oh. And I was not very happy about that. So, yeah. Uh, I can imagine why. I still smiled at the camera, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then, yep. Third time they came, it was like, okay, it's official. We're leaving now. Oh. So, it was strange. We left so early in the morning. I got sick that night, and I couldn't fly at all. Oh, my goodness, really? Um, yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, we still, we have the flight tickets and all of that, so they just put me on the plane, and I was miserable through the plane ride. Um, Yeah, it was my first experience, so, and I was terrified. (laughs) And and sick at the same time, huh? Yeah, yeah. There is a fever going on. I think I had a cold and something else. Man, your body was just kind of re- rejecting the whole idea of everything. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, so you're sick, you're on a plane, you're headed over and terrified. Um, and what were the first kind of thoughts or experiences you had when you even landed in the U.S.? How did you feel? Uh, I said, this is actually pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> area. I like it. But... Um, I think there was still chaos going on. I was very terrified still. And, I mean, the first stop that we did was Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And that's where I met my grandma just for a few hours. And then we flew to Phoenix, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Anna, my oldest sister, came down, drove from California, mm-hmm. drove all the way down just to see me again and welcome me to the family. And she stayed with us for a while, mm-hmm. like months, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> like new faces constantly. Yeah. Yeah, constantly new faces. And try. I was trying to pick up things, what they were saying, but I really didn't know. Anything besides hello and goodbye, that's it. But oh, even then, I don't think I even spoke my mouth or tried to speak to anybody. Yeah, yeah and Jiang, my second oldest, she, she actually spoke Spanish, so she she met us somewhere, and I was able to talk to her. But Was that good? I think... Yeah, I think I think I was a bit more happy just the fact that somebody spoke Spanish and same language. Yeah. And I think that cheered me up. Yeah. Yeah. Were you sick uh were were you sick for quite a while? You said you were sick on the plane. Did you feel better once you landed in Phoenix or did it take a few days? I think it took a few days. Yeah. Um Yeah. Normally, when I get sick, it's just for a day, but I've noticed lately that I've been getting more sick than a day, so... Oh, not good. I don't know. 
Yeah. It happens with age. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately. So I was curious too, uh, when you moved, uh, here and you, you landed and you're, you know, what were some of your thoughts like as far as, uh, what were some of the big things that were a contrast or you felt like culture shock with obviously the language, um, but even yeah. what were some of the other things that you really missed or, or had a hard time with here in the U.S.? Or there? Okay. Um, so I noticed that people like to move fast at this point. U.S., just as soon as we landed, got our out of the plane, I noticed people were just like, okay, it's time to go. Let's go, 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 go. Uh, that was a shock. It was like compared to Guatemala, I it's more slow, take your time, yeah. precise and all. But this just let's let's move as quickly as possible. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I still notice it today. It's like all about time, 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 time. So, um, uh, let's see. I don't know. I I think that. Uh, I was more shocked than anything else, really. There's the fact that there's like cars all over the places. There's a lot of planes. You can see them, hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember some stories um, um, that your mom told about grocery stores. Did you uh, find that to be a shock? <laughs> yes. The fact that the place was cool and enclosed area and compared to Guatemala, is an open market. Uh, there's, like, flies flying around. Yeah. It wasn't really a clean space, but it was very loud, and compared to here, it's, like, quiet. There's music going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah, get... It was, it's, it's very different. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> that was huge. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I guess even now you mentioned uh, the first thing that you said that was different is um, about people rushing, you know. And you said that you even you yeah. you even feel like you see that now. Are there things like that that you see, uh, or that you miss about your culture before that you like? You wish that the the U.S. would kind of have. Yeah, I think I think I miss the food more than anything. I mean, I would like to visit friends again, but I don't think that's my top priority at the moment. <laughs> Food, because I'm always looking up on the internet. It's like, oh, what was that name of the food that I had a while back? And it was all in Guatemala and all of that. And things pop up on the internet, but not much. And I'm like very curious if the U.S. have has or have um, certain fruits and vegetables. Um, I think I miss the taste and the smell of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the smell here is better, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's something about like home, uh, something that you knew first, and then. Move to a different area, and it's like, okay, I miss that place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like the closeness that people have there, and 
and just a constant like unity he, over there. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of unity. So. Oh, that's so interesting. You really don't see people helping each other. Um, hmm. It's just like man for himself and all of that. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I've noticed. And, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, seem yeah, I think we have a lot to a lot to learn for sure. And I'm always curious, yeah. especially um talk to a few friends about that and always curious about what people see from their own culture and what we can learn from another culture cuz there's always something to learn, but I think that that's a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Slow down and then also help people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I can definitely relate to the food. I know like even when you're saying that, I'm thinking about certain things that I can't get here or don't have as much of. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so good, you know, to eat yeah. <laughs> enchiladas or, you know, yeah. <laughs> certain specific yeah. tortillas. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. And so um, how long do you feel it took to kind of uh, get feel comfortable with the family? Well, I mean, especially you said that you were scared of your dad. And um, yeah, how long did that take? It was, oh, oh gosh, it was a while. I think it took years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 When he took me to school for the first time, he was it was on a bicycle, mm-hmm. and I did not like it. I was terrified. I did not like the fact that he was riding the bike, and I had to sit there. Oh. Um. Yeah, I did not like it one bit. Um, it takes a while. I'm very comfortable with my dad now, but I think it took years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like... Sixth grade. What's that? Yeah. Sixth grade. I said sixth grade was okay. when I really noticed the change. Oh, wow. I yeah, was like, it... okay, this is, this is usual because I like this. This is nice. <laughs> wow. Uh, bonding time and all of that. And he, he constantly was gone away for his work, he worked for shifts and all of that. But he would be gone for months, so I wouldn't really see him. And then all of a sudden he would come back again and be mm-hmm. here for a few months and then go back. So, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, I think that probably... And just being with my sister and mom, yeah. That probably slowed the process down a little, huh? Yeah. 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 Mm. I mean, we we joke a lot about the fact that I didn't like him at all um, <laughs> for a while, but now we're very, very connected and we have a lot of bonds that's going on again. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, is there something that, um, I don't know, through this whole process that you feel like, uh, like, what do you appreciate most about? when you're looking back at the last, I don't know, your life, what are some things you appreciate about your life? I don't know what I really appreciate. I think that there's, there's a lot of things to be appreciated. Yeah, for sure. That's a, Um, that's a big question. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't pick just one. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I want to, I want to say a lot of things, but I think it just, new beginning that I got that was that's what I appreciate a lot and Uh, and so you do look at you look back at that now and you're you're thankful for that that you are in the U.S. now and you're thankful that you're not 
still in Guatemala? Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that um, there's people that love me and that that I have a easier life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, so, so much easy, easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just the cons- um, consistency mm-hmm. of, like, normal life, not being chaotic or being popped in a new place and all of that. It's just the consistency. I know what's going to happen, like, tomorrow, there's plan. Yeah. So I know to, like, follow all of that and when something exciting happens, I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's let's see what happens at the other. But you don't yeah, dread you don't dread things as much. <laughs> no, not as much. But And and you ended up with two nephews. That's pretty exciting. Yes, Charlie <laughs> and Oliver. They're all grown up now. Six <laughs> and no, five and three years old. So it's, yeah. You like to play it's, with them? It's very nice. Yes, I do. I haven't been visiting them as much as I would like to, but... And they live here now um, just for another year, so that's fun. Yeah, that's great. Um, I was curious, too, um, if we can jump back into kind of that transition point. When you... Um, I was thinking about your school and how how do you feel like when you tried to come here and then you weren't speaking English as well or you were trying to learn English and then you were put into um, a school? How did did you how do you feel? <laughs> All right, so um, my parents held me back for a year, I think, out of school, and they put me back in third grade. Um, so before that, they, they said that there was no more Spanish at home, no more speaking Spanish or hearing Spanish or anything, just English as Mm. much as possible. And so they would talk to me English. I would watch things in English. Um, I would listen to things in English, everything. Um, so that was hard. Um. So I had to focus a lot of my brain to um, speak English because I wasn't really learning while my sister was. They were trying to do, like, effort in speaking Spanish. They learned more Spanish than I learned English. English. <laughs> so they decided, it's like, okay, it's time for you to stop talking. So I said, okay, mm-hmm. why? And now they're like, okay, it's only Spanish now. So, <laughs> they uh, switched. Yeah, they're trying. To, yep, they're trying to make me fluently again. Um, yeah, so was, I had to learn a lot of English in a few short months because I think they plopped me in school like very close to the beginning. Not really, I mm. think school already started, and then they plopped me in after a while. After I learned a few things, at least, um, during spare time, um, we would just go over math, English, how to write, how to read, all of that. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, pretty intense, huh? 
Yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, so. do you have any funny stories you can think of off the top of your head that you guys like to joke about when either when you first got there or, you know, as you were learning and adapting to this culture? Uh, I think the first time uh, I shot snow, (laughs) uh, it was in April. I came here in April, sometime in April. I think it was April 7, 2007. But it wasn't supposed to snow at all. Um, But I woke up. No, I don't know how it went. Um, It was... And it was it was still cold, and they had me put on after layer after layer of clothing. <laughs> I did not like cold. And while we were walking to this restaurant called Las Cortitas, it's a Mexican restaurant. Um, it started to snow, and that was the first time I saw snow. So I stopped in the middle of the street just watching it, and then I start screaming for some reason. <laughs> uh, I think that I got so shocked that it was like, it was getting even colder, and there were things landing in my face, <laughs> so I just held somebody's hand, I think it was my mom, and uh, so that was really close to when I got here. I just held her hand and said, okay, I'm cold. Let's go in. Let's go somewhere warm. <laughs> and we still joke about that around here. So. Well, and I can imagine, like, yeah. if, if you can't, if you couldn't speak, I guess, and express yourself, you're just like, I, I'm going to start screaming. <laughs> I'm just going to scream about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all, that's all so. I can do here. <laughs> oh, yep. man. Yeah. Um, I bet and that we, I think we have a picture somewhere about that. <laughs> oh, um, man, that would be good. That would be good to see. Well, it seems like you've been doing really well in school now. Um, you're at a, it's a charter school, right? Is that in that school? Uh, yes, it's a charter school, yeah. And so you're finishing, you've been working two jobs, working hard, and then you're, you know, working to go into college um, and... Yeah, it seems it seems like you've adapted so well, and your English is great. <laughs> and so I'm just—it's just cool to see how you've you've adjusted and how um, I don't know, just how things uh, how things played out for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, what yeah. do you um, plan to study when you do? You have an idea what you want to study? Yeah, um, I thought about doing radiology. Sorry, I thought um, I'm really interested in studying radiology. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a new one for me. I, for the longest time since I was little, I wanted to be um, detective, <laughs> and I still want to do that. Yeah, but my parents say, "Oh, what you see on TV isn't how things go in real life." I'm like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> Then I'll find something new then. That's what my parents but told me too. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I want to do radiology. And maybe sometime in the future, I'll go back to school and do detective stuff. Learn how to be a detective. Maybe so. you could do be a radiologist detective. Yeah, yeah. 
Or I guess in a way, radiology is being a detective because you're detecting uh, broken bones and things, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, all of that. I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, in radiology, there's so many branches that you could go, like you could study specifically like pregnant people, uh, pregnant women, and just make sure everything's fine with all the ultrasounds that you do and all of that, mm-hmm. or you can use bone, mm-hmm. x-ray. Uh, I don't know. I think I just want to try to do all of them and see which one I like best and they will not want to. That's great. But, That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I think it'll be even, I think you'd be great at both of those. So, yeah. And, yeah. and oh, you mentioned uh, the snow, and I as one picture that made me smile in my mind of you uh, when you would be bundled up in the, because in Flagstaff it's snowy and cold, and in Guatemala yep. it's not. <laughs> but you would always just yeah. look like, just you have layer after layer after layer after layer after layer. And I'd come to your house, and you'd just be on the couch in a in a pile of blankets. <laughs> yep, so. yep. I'm still here with a pile of blankets around me, plus stuff, <laughs> long pants, long shirt, a hat so, in the house. <laughs> so a hat. I'm not accustomed to the cold. Yeah. <laughs> so do you um, do you want to move but, somewhere warm someday? Yes, I do. But I don't know. I think. Uh, I like the snow. It's just that the cold that comes with it. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. But you can find one of those beaches, um, those beaches that have snow or sand that's like really white and nice and soft. Yeah. And it'll be almost yeah. like snow, but it'll be warm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. So, that's yeah. cool. Well, is there something? Um, I don't know that you would encourage if somebody is listening and, you know, they're kind of having a hard time adjusting to wherever they're, they've been placed. Let's say they didn't have a choice and they're in a new place. Yeah. Was there some advice that you'd give them? Um, let's see. Just have faith that everything is going to work out well. And in the end it will work out well, whether you, if you know it or not, but, Go with the flow and try your best to, like, pick up things that is important, such as language or um, socialize more, I guess. That way you can pick up things or get accustomed to the culture and all of that. Yeah. Overall, I think it's just to have faith. Faith is a strong thing. So, well, one thing, God, but... <laughs> Uh, that God will get through, will have something planned for you at the end of the road and that everything will be well. But if you don't believe that, then just say, I would say to have faith in yourself and faith of other people because there are, there are people watching over you even if you don't know it. Um, so just, just have faith that everything is going to work out well. That's all, I guess. No, that's good. Well, thank you. Thanks for, mm. thanks for sharing mm. that. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of cool. I've, I, like I said, I've always wondered, um, about your, your story and just how it, um, 
how you ended up here and also just your thoughts on the other end. What did you think? Because, you know, like I said, I heard I heard the opposite end. So um, from your yeah, family's yeah. point of view. So it's it's exciting to hear how that was for you. And I'm really thankful that you're here, that you're in the States as well yeah. and that you ended up moving yeah, here. Thank you. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Flagstaff, <laughs> Flagstaff's a better place with you. So that's good. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Well, I will um, do the outro real quick. But um, well, thank you so much for listening. And uh, check out the show notes at thatinternationallife.com and subscribe on iTunes and share or subscribe on SoundCloud and rate or review it. That would be great so that more people can find out about the show. And um, until next time, thanks so much for listening. Bye. (laughs) 